On today's show, we look at some of the cheapest cars in the world and one of the most expensive. Indie cars get aerodynamic styling and Buick's advertising goes to the dogs. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for February 18 of 2015. Japanese K-car makers are in an all-out war for market share, and that is leading to some amazing discounts. Bloomberg reports you can pick up an unused 2014 Suzuki Alto Lapin Chocolat that sells for only $8,400. That's 25% off the sticker price. Suzuki now sells more K-cars in Japan than anyone else, and of course, K-cars are largely a Japanese phenomena. The dinky little cars are powered by 660 cc engines and are taxed at a much lower rate than other cars. They account for half the sales in the Japanese market. And at the other end of the spectrum, Mercedes is getting ready to unveil this gigantic stretch job of the S-Class that it's calling the Maybach Pullman. The wheelbase alone is over 14 feet long. It's so big that Mercedes doesn't refer to the passenger cabin. It calls it, and I quote, a generously sized and tastefully appointed club lounge. Power comes from a bi-turbo V12 with 530 horsepower. The base price is a mere $570,000. Let's see, you could buy about 67 Suzuki Altos for the price of one Pullman. It was almost two years ago that Carlos Tavares shocked the automotive industry when he announced he wanted to be the CEO of a car company. Well, that didn't sit too well with his boss, Carlos Gowen, the CEO of Renault-Nissan. So, Mr. Tavares was invited to leave the company. He landed at Peugeot, which was bleeding red ink at the time. But it's easy to see why Tavares wanted his hands on the reins. He's pretty good at this stuff. Peugeot just reported that sales hit nearly 3 million vehicles last year, and it reported an operating profit of a billion dollars. Those results are still not healthy enough, but it does show that Peugeot has made some amazing improvements. Still to come, Chevy unveils its aerodynamic package for Indy cars. We see more musical chairs with automotive executives, and Buick's advertising goes to the dogs. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, and by Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. There were a number of moves amongst the executive ranks yesterday. Infinity announced that Randy Parker, who's currently VP of Nissan's West Region in the U.S., will replace Michael Bartsch as VP of Infinity's Americas, effective immediately. Ford announced it just hired auto analyst and investment banker John Casesa to become the head of global strategy. He'll be in charge of improving existing business strategies and finding new opportunities for growth. And finally, Fiat Chrysler announced that in addition to his current role as president and CEO of the Chrysler brand, Al Gardner will take over as vice president of dealer network development. 
We just had an interview with Al on AutoLine this week, and he's got a lot of interesting things to say about his vision for the Chrysler brand. You can click on the link in today's transcript to watch that show. The battle to unionize Volkswagen's plant in Tennessee just got more interesting. The Detroit News reports that an anti-UAW group called the American Council of Employees has enough support to represent workers at the plant. It can now hold meetings on site, post announcements in designated areas, and participate in monthly meetings with VW's human resources. The UAW has those same privileges, plus more because it has support from 45% of the workforce compared to 15% for ACE. But the UAW cannot be happy that it's going to have to share representation of those workers. Chevrolet helped power five of the seven top positions in last year's Verizon IndyCar series, including champion Will Power. Now the automaker is looking to continue that success with the new 2015 road course and short oval car it unveiled yesterday. This is all part of IndyCar's efforts to provide more visible differences between the different teams. The most noticeable changes come in the form of a new front wing and its elements, sculpted side pods, as well as a new rear wing. A new aero kit designed for high-speed ovals will be introduced in May. Honda will also be unveiling its aero package any day now. Coming up next, everybody likes doggies, and Buick is using that to sell cars. Good nap. The Firestone Destination LE2. <laughs> Tough enough to handle anything the road throws at you. Oops. And you throw at it. Durable, dependable Firestone tires. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. Miss P, the Beagle, wasn't the only big winner at the Westminster Dog Show last night. Buick scored high marks with dog lovers watching the two-night broadcast with a customized That's Not a Buick commercial featuring a variety of furry four-legged actors all woofing, with subtitles of course, about the all-new Buick Enclave. Take a look. But this wasn't just a one-and-done for Buick. During the spot, the automaker unveiled its Make Your Dog a Star campaign, inviting dog owners everywhere to upload audition videos of their pooch to appear in the next batch of commercials. With so many dog lovers out there, clearly Buick is not barking up the wrong tree. So if you believe your dog has star power, we'll put the link to Buick's campaign in today's show notes. Woof! Hey, don't forget to join us tomorrow night for AutoLine After Hours. If you have any questions about the future of powertrain development, here's your chance to get them answered. Our guest is Oliver Schmidt, now based in the U.S., but soon being reassigned back to Germany to run powertrain development for the VW Group. So join me and Gary Vasilash for some of the best insider insights in the business. Anyway, that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. <laughs>